everyone knows that the holidays are a wonderful, fun time of year. Except, of course, for the times when they're not. The times when we're dealing with heavy grief during the holidays, or we're wrestling with a lot of extra family conflict. There are holidays when we are ridiculously stressed out, or our anxiety is spiking. There are so many things that can make the holidays a time of struggle. And it's really easy, if we are struggling, to miss the fun and the magic and the opportunity to build up our family relationships and really enjoy that special holiday family time. The holidays are wonderful, but they can be really difficult. And if that's you, if you're struggling with grief or stress or conflict, and it's starting to threaten your enjoyment of the holidays, well, my friend, you are not alone. That is actually a really common struggle. And that's what we're talking about today. This is episode 154 of the Love Your People Well podcast, where we are all about helping Christian moms enjoy family life, even when it's crazy, even when there's stress or conflict or struggle. We want to enjoy this time that we have with our family. And so we're all about faith and marriage and parenting and managing hard emotions and communicating well. And so today, as we tackle some really practical tips for how to handle grief or conflict or stress, especially during the holiday season, the ultimate goal is that you'll be able to enjoy the holiday season. You'll be able to enjoy some special time with your family. And I am the host of the Love Your People Well podcast. My name is Jess, if we have not chatted before. And I'm a marriage and family therapist, a mom of four, a pastor's wife. And uh, I generally love the holidays, but I can particularly struggle with stress. And in all honesty, this year in particular, there are some extra layers of grief. And so this topic today is something that actually as a counselor, I deal with a lot. It's really common that we see an uptick in people calling for help into the counseling center where I work because the holidays can be really tough. Now, of course, I'll share my disclaimer that I am a therapist, but this podcast is not therapy but I've seen it professionally, I've experienced it personally, and I do not want conflict or grief or stress to steal your joy with your family this week at Thanksgiving, if you're listening in real time, happy Thanksgiving, or over the next few weeks as you get ready for Christmas, as you head into the new year, we are going to go through some really practical tips. But first, I want to highlight Um, Just a little bit of a a normalization, or maybe it's just kind of a reality check for us about some of the really common struggles during the holidays. Family conflict is a common struggle. 
at least in part because most families spend more time together during the holidays. Your kids are out of school, you might be traveling, you might have visitors coming into town, your schedule is off, your routine is off, there's extra sugar, (laughs) there's changes in the sleep schedule. All of that can make it more likely that we're just going to have a little bit more conflict. Our patients might be running short, um, and there's just some unique fun opportunities, but also with that extra family time, sometimes comes conflict. It's also really common to deal with grief at the holidays because your holidays this year might look different than last year. Maybe you've lost a loved one. Maybe you've moved. Maybe you're in a different job. I mean, there's all sorts of things that could be different. But if we look back and we see something wonderful from last year that's not present this year, grief is a very normal and appropriate reaction. Stress is another one. The holidays bring a lot of extra stuff, extra, I mean, literal stuff, because you're probably buying some presents, you're buying some extra food, um, there's extra things to plan and schedule, more events going on. Plus, usually we have some pretty high expectations for family photos or the different activities we want to do. And stress is really common. But we also see during the holidays, if someone is already struggling a bit with anxiety or with depression, it's really normal for those to increase during the holiday season as well. And part of that is simply the time of year, that it's darker outside, it's colder outside. Um, In most areas, the sky is more gray, like there's just not as much sunshine and warmth and happiness And it's really easy, especially too, to feel lonely at the holidays and to feel disappointed. They're not looking like you thought that they would look. Now, I'm not running through this list to discourage you or bum you out, um, but to acknowledge there are struggles, conflict, grief, stress, mental health struggles. Like these things are a really common part of people's holiday experience. And we're not trying today to erase your grief or, um, you know, totally give a 180 to your anxiety level, but to give a few tips to help you manage anything difficult that might be coming your way during the holidays so that you can get through it and enjoy the season with your family. So before I share some specific ideas for each of those struggles that I mentioned, there are some big picture things that you can do, whatever it is that you're struggling with at the holiday season. And the first and biggest and deepest is to pray. Pray over the holidays, pray over the things you're excited about, pray over the things that are stressing you out or that are making you sad. Ask the Lord to make his presence powerfully felt during Thanksgiving, during Advent, during Christmas, during New Year's, the Lord wants to be known by you. He's not trying to hide. He's not trying to sneak his way around. He wants to spend time with you. He wants to know you. He wants to help you and lead you and comfort you. And so turn to him in prayer. 
If you're not sure where to get started with that process, we do have a free resource from Love Your People Well called the Holy Habits 45-Day Bible and Prayer Challenge. Um, And that really just walks you through a very simple process, 45 days of getting into the Bible, spending some time in prayer to build that confidence and that connection with the Lord. You can find that over at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash free. That's the Holy Habits 45-Day Guide. Now you could start that today. Maybe that's a goal for the new year, but that might be a helpful resource. And you also might want to check out um, a Christmas devotional, an Advent devotional. I sell a few um, that I have written, but there are so many out there. You can just Google it and find some great resources. Your church or your pastor might have some recommendations. Um, or again, head over to loveyourpeoplewell.com and I have Christmas devotionals there for um, really for the whole family, a version for mom and dad and kids. You can get it as a three pack, get them all together, get one. Um, very affordable, <laughs> but whatever it looks like for you, if you're struggling, you need to be praying, spending time with God and ask for his blessing and his healing and his peace during the holiday season. We hear this little cliche a lot that Jesus is the reason for the season. (laughs) Uh, Maybe not so much at Thanksgiving, but we hear that a lot at Christmas. And we kind of laugh at it, but it is totally true. And it's true at Thanksgiving. What are we thankful for? Well, first and foremost, and most ultimately, we are thankful for the gospel, for the birth of Christ, the life of Christ, the death, forgiveness, the resurrection, and the reconciliation All of the holiday season points to Jesus. So spend time with him. I would also encourage you, if you're struggling with conflict or grief or stress or anything, spend more time with people during the holidays. Now, you might be an introvert. You might feel like, whoa, being with people is going to stress me out. Um, That's not really how I relax. That's not how I find comfort. Um... And I hear that because I'm a pretty introverted person myself. I love to be cozy at home. I mean, right now I'm sitting here in our playroom slash living room. I've got the blanket and the sweatshirt and the hot coffee and like it's cozy and there's no one around. (laughs) But when we're struggling during a season like the holidays, which is made for family time, friend time, relationship time we will do well to lean into those relationships. That doesn't need to be big or fancy or expensive. It might just be grabbing coffee with someone. It might just be making a phone call. It might be going out of your comfort zone, but don't struggle alone. Sit with people, talk with people, and be with people during the holidays. And that will help It's not going to be a magic cure, but it will help to move through a season of grief or stress or anxiety um, and even conflict. You're not going to resolve conflict by avoiding people. But let's take a few minutes together and talk through specific ideas for these common struggles. So let's start with conflict. Okay, like if you're listening to this in real time, two days from now, it's Thanksgiving dinner. And 
that's a really common time for there to be some big argument or a big, you know, big drama going on with the family. It can happen at Christmas. It can happen at New Year's. We're not going to talk so much about why, you know, I've already mentioned a few reasons why that is a common struggle, but what do we do about it? Well, the first thing I would encourage you to do if you're worried about conflict happening is to prep for that. Consider what topics might we want to try to avoid because we just know it's going to push people's buttons. Think through how might I handle a tough moment if you know uncle so-and-so is coming and they have a lot of conflict with your husband. They just always argue about stuff. They're totally different politically or spiritually or whatever. Well, prepare for that. Maybe they should sit at opposite sides of the table instead of right next to each other. Uh, Maybe you can have some distractions already planned with things you know they both enjoy and they actually want to talk about. Try to prepare ahead of time if you can, and maybe even talk to people about it if you can to just kind of get everyone on the same footing. But you can also, in the moment, if you start to see conflict is brewing, emotions are rising, you might see that through their tone of voice, you might see that through body language, you might just start feeling a little uncomfortable. Well, toss out a different conversation idea to try to redirect things. Um, Ask someone to help you with a different task. You know, hey, honey, can you help me gather up the plates and take them to the kitchen. Well, now we're getting a small moment of peace, a little bit of a break that can give people time to cool down. You might need to just take a little time by yourself, disappear. There are plenty of holiday excuses. Oh, I need to go check on the turkey. Oh, I need to go wrap a few presents. Oh, I need to return a phone call, get a little bit of space, get a little bit of time. Um, Prompting, especially your kids, maybe people that you do have more influence on? What does it look like to apologize? What does it look like to bite your tongue and not say the thing that might be very uh, technically appropriate to say, but not actually helpful to say? You can prepare ahead of time. You can try to handle it in the moment. And if conflict does happen, well, that's when we apologize and we forgive And we try to move forward into a different activity or a different conversation that is um, fun and bonding and kind of moves us past the conflict, not sweeping it under the rug, but allowing us a chance to reconnect. And we do have some earlier podcast episodes about apologies and forgiveness. I will link to those in the blog for today, um, which you can always find at loveyourpeoplewell.com. We also have a freebie around... Um, a very simple conflict resolution checklist, just a little one pager. You can print it out. Um, if you're worried about conflict happening, that is also on the website on the freebies page. Um, but don't be surprised if it happens and don't let it ruin your holiday. Now let's talk about grief. Such a hard topic and such a common struggle at Thanksgiving and Christmas and during the holidays. And the first thing I would encourage you to do is to allow space to grieve. Don't try to just white knuckle it through the holidays, brush those emotions under the rug, you know, move forward with all the normal stuff that you always do. You might need to say no to some things this year that are really emotionally difficult. You might need to change up a tradition 
because it's just too painful this year. You might need a little more space in your day or your holiday season to just sit, drink some coffee, um, look at a beautiful, you know, sit out on your porch and look at a beautiful scenery behind your house just to spend a little more time in rest and in quiet, letting yourself cry, letting yourself grieve. I would also encourage you to still talk about the person or the thing that you have lost. Use their name. They are not suddenly invisible. They're not suddenly not a part of your life. Things are very different. Things are very painful. But that can often be really helpful and healing to still talk it through. And I don't mean talk to them and pretend that they're right next to you. And I don't mean talk about, you know, only the happy times or only how sad you are. Whatever it is you're thinking or feeling, it might be a happy memory, it might be a current struggle, talk about it. Say it out loud. Even if no one's there, talk about it with the Lord. Say their name. Label the thing you're struggling with. Acknowledge what you're struggling with. And spend maybe more time this year than might be normal in the past. Spend more time with the Lord The Psalms tell us that he is the one who binds up the brokenhearted. Jesus tells us to come to him when we feel weary and burdened, and he will give us rest. The Lord offers comfort. And if you want to enjoy this holiday season, you can't pretend that the things that make you sad aren't real or aren't important, because they are. And you might not enjoy this year like you have some other years, but hopefully you can still find those moments of connection, those moments of peace, those moments of happiness with the people around you today. Now, stress is another one that's really common at the holidays. I would just encourage you to prioritize. Don't try to do it all. Just try to do what is most important to you and your family and to reduce. Don't buy as many gifts, maybe. Don't go to as many holiday parties. Reduce your commitments and your expectations. Keep things reasonable. And you actually are more likely to enjoy the holidays because you can really give your all to those few things that you are investing in. And this last tip, it goes for stress, but also for anxiety and probably also for grief and conflict. Spend less time on social media this year during the holidays. Most especially while you're sitting around the Thanksgiving table, while you're opening Christmas presents, while you're sitting around a family meal together, put away your phones. Don't get lost in the world of other people's pictures and inflammatory posts and whatever it is that's going on. Yes, there are wonderful things on social media. You can look at you know, your friends from far away, your friends from childhood, your extended family, you can find encouragement from, I mean, ministries like mine, love your people. Well, I do put some social media posts out there for the holidays. I hope they are encouraging. But if they are stealing someone's attention from their family, that is a problem. And time on social media is closely linked with loneliness, with anxiety, with stress. And so if you're struggling with those things, put it down, put it away, set some boundaries around when you use it, how much you use it. Pinterest might be one you need to set aside during the holidays. 
Because sure, everyone else can make that perfect sourdough loaf of bread or whatever, the monkey bread for Christmas morning. That doesn't mean you have to. That doesn't mean you're a failure as a mom if your Pinterest recipe creation doesn't look like theirs did. So when some of those technology, social media things are making you more stressed or more anxious, put it away and see how that changes your holiday experience. Now, continuing into anxiety there, um, really the focus on relationships instead of stuff or events, um, clarifying what really is, again, your priority, your expectation, and trying to avoid things that you know trigger your anxiety or prepare for them. If you know there's some social anxiety, when I'm around people, I just feel a little awkward or uncomfortable. I don't know what to talk about. Uh Uh-oh, at the holidays, you might have an extra office party or church event, more events, more time around people where you're thinking, "Uh uh-oh, I'm going to feel anxious. So prepare for it. Practice your coping skills. Come up with some conversation starters. Have two questions that you ask everybody you meet at the holiday party. Hey, what are you doing for Christmas this year? Hey, how is it that you know so-and-so that's hosting this party? Hey, have you thought about your New Year's goals? I'd love to hear what they are. Asking people questions about themselves is a great conversation starter. So just think ahead of time, what is going to help me feel less anxious so that I can engage in the moment wherever I am? And maybe that's other people. That's that's a common one, social anxiety issues. Um, But there's plenty of reasons why you might personally be struggling And just try to recognize what that is and figure out something you can do about it so you can still enjoy the moment. And I'll go ahead and mention depression as well. Um, That's usually closely linked with anxiety. And just earlier this summer, actually, we had several podcast posts or episodes, I should say, about anxiety and depression. I'll link to those as well in today's blog post. Um, But this is a common one at the holidays. Seasonal affective disorder um, called SAD, (laughs) perfect acronym there. Um, That's a common issue because it's just darker and colder and grayer this time of year. And so turn on the lights, create some cheer in your home, some Christmas lights and decorations. Maybe you need to talk with a professional or talk with a pastor, talk with a friend, Um, but don't just isolate and try to notice If you're feeling different, feeling just a little more down, less energy, anything like that, and then do something about it. Do the things you want to do. Do the things that maybe you know that you should do, even though you don't feel like doing it. Maybe you have to white knuckle it at the beginning and just kind of grin and bear it. But most of the time, once you're in it, it's a lot easier. It's the getting started that is difficult. So my friends, I hope that a few of these tips are helpful for you and that grief and stress and conflict are not an issue during the holidays. But if they are, you're not alone. And just take it to the Lord, spend time with people, prioritize what you really want to do during the holidays and do that. And try to just be in that moment and not in your head and not in the past and not in What if, what if, what if for the future, but just in that moment with your 
people. And I'll remind you that um, I've mentioned a few as we've talked, but there's a lot of great resources on the website, loveyourpeoplewell.com. And we will have a Friday Faith follow-up episode this week. Um, And we'll have an episode tomorrow as well in our Patreon private podcast, um, the Faith Fiverr Club, uh, just talking a little more about Thanksgiving and gratitude. So those will be encouraging and those will be helpful. And I just want to close this out today to say I am thankful for you. Thank you for listening to this show. Thank you for sharing it with your friends. Thank you for leaving reviews, those written reviews in Spotify and Apple Podcasts go a long way in growing the audience for this show. The algorithms take them very seriously. And I take them seriously because they help me to see, is this show helpful? Is this ministry making a difference? And so I find them encouraging. Um, Thank you for taking the time when you do write a quick little written review or you send me a note um, or you share an episode. Thank you for listening. And I hope, I truly do hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving this week, a wonderful Christmas, and we'll be chatting again soon. All right, my friends, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.